0: Fashion Lab Africa. Real conversations, real fashion.
1: Salam, Fabsters, and welcome to the Fashion Lab show. This is Liz Ogumba-Regis for your host, and thank you for tuning in once again. We've started this year on, I would say, a sort of high. And I'm hoping that, that this high is going to be, let's just say, a... Uh, influential no that's not the word it's a bit too technical (laughs) Stop. hold on guys i'm coming to you i hope that this is gonna affect you it's gonna affect you like an asthma no an asthma affecting you like an asthma is not the word guys i hope that this is gonna be something we can be able to pass through and share um it's been uh, a beautiful beginning so far for me for those of you and wherever you are i'm hoping you're feeling the same way i'm holding it down right here in nairobi at the guess where the tds studio i know you guys are like oh my god no she did it again (laughs) (laughs) It is the designer studio right here in Nairobi. And uh, I just want to first of all say honestly thank you for tuning in. Now guys, you know how I feel when I travel. I always feel like if I'm in Timbuktu, we are going to Timbuktu. Uh If we're in Brazil, we are going to Brazil. Now... Uh, We are in Nairobi, and I thought that this is a great way to also just touch base with what's going on in the fashion scene locally. And I think that this is also a great way and a a great base uh, to sort of uh, start this conversation. Now, on today's show, we're literally just going to go through a couple of different um, fashion brands because of the fact that I think that we want to open up when it comes to what's really popping Uh, in Kenya and I think that for me one of the things or one of the easier easier ways for me to find this out is by actually walking into uh, what you guys would consider a department store because you know in a department store you can walk in and actually find a couple of brands that can sort of give you sort of directive when it comes to what's really going on from a trend perspective from a fashion perspective on the ground and that's why I'm here and obviously I'm here because I didn't just sneak in here obviously I, I was let in but before we move further I just want to also remind you guys that this is Fashion Lab. This is the show that dissects the business behind fashion in Africa and beyond. Uh, we've been doing this since 2014. We really care about the development, the economy, from a fashion perspective, sort of where we are coming from, where we are going. And we just want to touch base. So uh-huh. we're going to be continuing. But I want to just also say we will be joined on this show by our contributor and partner, Edgy Benson, who also runs Enway New York, uh, with his echoes from New York. Uh, and obviously, we're also going to be joined uh, with that whole Fashion Alert. We want to kind of know what's happening in the world of fashion. And that's going to be brought to you by Mbali Entle and Jokey. Hey, Jokey! Hey, I think Mbali is going to be very excited. I got this name right. Mbali Entle. Eh. Uh-huh. hey. Uh, guys we are also gonna have my favorite segment Uh, as we continue we've got a couple of segments on this show we've got the wine style guide which also gives you such a sort of like a uh, opens up your minds around wine and yes you're thinking why wine but wine and style in my world go hand in hand and that's sort of where we unpack everything about that we also have my favorite segment at the end of the show called who would you want to dress and why and this is just where we decide who we want to dress, whether it's because we're going to war, or whether it's because they can't, or whether it's because they can. But you know, so keep it locked, guys. We're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. We're on Fashion Lab Africa on Facebook and Instagram. We definitely want to hear from you. And obviously, for more information, you can also visit fashionlabafrica.com dot Now, with no further ado, please, I beg, make I introduce now this is my own guest in this studio, a hair of her own. Yay! welcome to the show <laughs> welcome to the show she is the founder and um, are you the ceo of this do they say ceo of a shop or, or is just founder i think
2: you're ceo if you have like a whole board of directors <laughs> <laughs> So not yet. Just so you are just founder and MD that you can stay there.
1: Oh, I find MD a bit too technical, but you know what? Okay, she's, she's the founder. Okay, founder fine. Team leader. Team leader. Yeah. All right. Let's take that <laughs> for 2020. Let's go with the team leader. But thank you so much, uh, Wanjiko, for allowing me to invade your space on a short notice and also just be able to have this conversation around what's really popping in Nairobi. I call Nairobi the. I call Nairobi the city that robs and rocks. What? Because it robs as well. Oh, it does. It <laughs> does. Don't look at me funny. <laughs> it does Does it not rob?
2: Successful robbers, but they're yeah. not. But it rocks too. Yes, it rocks a lot. Definitely.
1: Mother he robs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <You can> measure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to the show. Like I said, she's the founder of the Designer Studio. We are sitting right here in her studio at the Two Rivers Mall in Nairobi and uh, we have a lot to talk about and I think for me like I said one of the most important things is to be able to immerse yourself into an environment so you can actually understand how to style watch there's only in my books only two ways of how to style watch how to style watch when I get into a different city is to either sit in a very cool popular street Mm -hmm. and just watch people all day long with a couple of glasses of wine or maybe a bottle, depending on what time it is. (laughs) A bottle. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, four glasses is a bottle, so it depends on how long I'm sitting. (laughs) And the second way to style watch is to walk into a mall or into a fashion street and just sort of walk into a store that sort of has more than one more than five brands yes because then you really get a feel of it one brand is a bit hard because then it's obviously very brand driven for whatever Mm -hmm. brand Mm -hmm. it represents so could you first of all just introduce yourself to our listeners and let's talk a bit about what is happening in this new season in the designer studio and generally fashion in Nairobi, fashion in Kenya, because this is fashion in Kenya.
2: Yeah. Wow. There's lots to discuss. Um, First of all, thank you so much for having me on the show again. It's great because we always have conversations for days, for days, for days. Um, So my name is Wanjuko as introduced, I'm the founder of the designer studio. So we are a premium lifestyle brand. We basically stock different Kenyan brands. We're here to promote and showcase and celebrate the brands that we have, which is essentially just to promote um, local of what we have promote our local economy and get people to appreciate the local brands that are here that are of good quality that are doing their best under the circumstances of all of the robbing and rocking Um, so yeah so basically that's the store Um, we have 22 different brands in the store so we stock one who's um, Ugandan And we're also going to be bringing in some new designers. So we have things from like bridal to um, wedding wear. We have things for men. We have sunglasses to beard wash to jewelry and shoes and sandals and so on. So essentially the vibe here is, is our clientele, the people who want a little bit extra. They just want to have that effortless type of chic with their day to day, whether it's at work or whether it's the weekend.
1: So you know what, guys? I know that you're hearing a couple of noises, but bear with us. There's children crying in the mall because their mama forgot to buy them ice cream. I don't know why they wouldn't just buy them the ice cream. And there's also a lot of things happening. I don't know. Maybe the restaurants are closing down. I don't know what it is. All I know is that it is very refreshing to sit here, and we're going to take you through a one-on-one fashion, KE or Kenya or Nairobi, what's really popping. When I walked into the store, I'm also very privileged to be a part of the uh, a part of the brands that are actually stocked in this store out of the 22 brands. And what I also love and appreciate, honestly, when Jiko is the fact that it is such a lifestyle offering. Because, like I said, I could walk into here, get my purse or a bag, get some sun, uh, some eyewear right there. I see a lot of sunglasses, but I actually generally see eyewear. I see really hot footwear. We are going to go through that. Mm-hmm. The jewelry galore. There's shirts, blouses, pants, skirts. I mean, you name it. Is that menswear for sandals or is that? Yes,
2: it's also yeah? menswear sandals.
1: Oh wow! Now, guys, it's time to roll over to Echoes from New York with Edgy Benson. I know Edgy, in fact, we've missed you all. I have missed you my own self. I know Anjiko has missed you too. Wanjuko, have you missed Edgy? Totally. Hi Edgy. <laughs> anyway, guys, we are rolling over to Echoes from New York with Edgy Benson.
0: Echoes from New York on Fashion Lab Africa with Edgy Benson. Hi, Liz. How are you? nice to be back with you (laughs) I hope you had a good week Um, I'm excited today actually Um, what am I wearing today? today I have so many things on my docket so today I am wearing diesel jeans, I know you don't like it (laughs) a pair of Balish Chelsea boots a white shirt from Coz which I'm surprisingly really loving and a puffy coat from ari soho i think i don't look so bad for new york's <laughs> video but i'm excited and it's, it's a good day to be here with you and welcome to everyone listening to us yes you know to be honest with you it was so hard to pick a brand from the design studio i think for me the overall idea was so amazing it's so important to have this this idea to have this going on in africa because we need these pockets of influence you know to help us power the industry the more we have groupings like this where designers can be a force together a lot more impact we're gonna have other than just isolated designers fighting their wars on their own now we're fighting a war together we pointing direction to one box that has everybody it is really cool so I was, I was so impressed by everybody that it was hard to make a choice, you know. But if I had to make a choice, I would go outside of the box a little bit. I mean, I would go to this company which I feel were a little bit outside of the box just because sometimes in Africa we think mainstream fashion is clothes and shoes and we forget about like, you know, the accessory designers, the, the sunglasses, we don't even speak about those. So, I love Shakespeare. I love the idea of it um, I, I'm i sure I will get to understand it as much as deeper as they do but on the surface I love that idea because it's very feral, it's not mainstream like we would think of mainstream fashion so I really applaud the guys for that idea you know so that's my brand of choice you know of course I love all of the other brands too but you're forcing me to make a choice <laughs> I think to be honest, I think this goes back to the last show that we had, where we're trying to find out from people what they want to hear. And so, just going to the, the the design studio, you kind of feel like, okay, this is a collective here. These are collective voices that we're hearing. So it's kind of like it kind of is in tandem with what we we're, we're trying to do this year: listen more and um, try to do. Try to walk around our crowd a lot more and so um this is like the design studio they're just it's really what what fashion lab is trying to encourage this design pockets these areas of influence of designs can't can't um, create on the on its own to help facilitate the industry you know because we know in isolation we've got some incredible designers but we know that will be better once we start creating these collectives, you know. Um, So I'm really, really happy that we're doing that. And I'm grateful that last week we had this time to spend with the audience and see what they wanted. Uh, So it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm happy about our entire, our overall trajectory for the year
1: wow so we are continuing this conversation i think it's really great but before we move further can we please just plug into the fashion alert i care about the news we care about what's happening bali welcome to the show with your fashion alert
3: hi everybody welcome to fashion alert i am bali Tindjogo. so today i have three very hot stories for you the first one is about the japanese fashion brand Garçons. I said it right, (laughs) has been accused of cultural appropriation after a series of white models walked down the runway wearing, wait for it, cornrow wigs. I'm sure you all saw this. So where this happened, this happened at Paris Fashion Week, Men's Fashion Week. So these models came out onto the runway in these wig, cornrows, and... It just caused such a stir so self-appointed fashion watchdog diet prada accused the brand of taking a step back saying you should have just seen the look on the model's faces they themselves looked uncomfortable it just looked awkward and there was actually a black model that was also wearing one of these hideous cornrow wigs and people were basically saying why did the brand not just use African men with their own natural hair why go to the extremes of getting people to wear wigs that have cornrows it's just the strangest thing ever so Combe de garson has now apologized and the French hairstylist responsible for the look also took to Instagram first to defend himself but he's also late apologized to my view on this whole thing is firstly it looked horrendous it looked hideous and it's just it takes the fashion industry back but um the brand has gone and said that they apologized, they're very sincere about the apology, they didn't mean to hurt or offend anyone, they weren't trying to appropriate anything from African people. They said that this idea is actually taken from Egyptian men in the past, Egyptian gods, who had a similar hairstyle, so they're trying to basically say it's not cultural appropriation. I don't know, have a look at the pictures and you decide. Now this next story is definitely a goodie. So South Africa's 11 year old fashion designer Antle Pache is designing her own clothing and taking South Africa's fashion scene by storm. Yes, you heard me right, an 11 year old girl. So her label brings her fantasies of dressing like an African princess to life. How did this happen? Basically she started picking out her own outfits and sketching outfit ideas from, wait for it, the age of two, just two years old. And to help her and encourage her passion, her mom would then stitch up the designs that she had sketched. This is how the brand Entle Babes Couture was born and gained thousands and thousands of followers on social media. So today, Entler dresses girls from four years old to 12 years old in bespoke couture, darling. She is inspired largely by Nigerian fashion, African print and bling. Her ensembles range from skirts to summer dresses, glamorous gowns and even accessories. Her mom says that Entla spends her after school hours drawing and shopping for fabric. I can say that the fashion industry is in safe hands. We cannot wait to see what the rest of Entla babe's couture has in store for us for the future. Good on you baby girl. Stay shining. Into Paris, we've been to South Africa and we're ending it off in Kenya. So this November, actually on the 18th to the 20th of November, it will be the second fashion expo africa which is africa's fashion expo it will be taking place in nairobi kenya this year interesting times and exciting times ahead for the fashion industry in nairobi kenya uh, it's the first ever international fashion and textile event, and it is aimed at boosting the domestic textile apparel and fashion industry of kenya you can visit expoGr.com for more information and uh, it will be taking place at the sarat expo center what do you guys think about this i think it's pretty cool i think it's pretty exciting i think fashion lab should be there for myself and valente thank you so much for tuning in to this week's fashion alert i will chat to you next week
4: hello hey lise hey benji hey So, how's everyone doing i hope everyone is well well I had such a good time last week I had to come back and do it again so, where do we get started? Yeah, what am I wearing? I'm wearing a piece from uh, Caravan, they're actually out of Tulum, and they also have a studio up at, uh, in Mykonos uh, at the Sculpures, uh Club. It's kind of a resort. So. And uh, uh, well, amazing pieces, very organic, uh, uh, very indigenous, more of the Mayan-inspired vibes. And uh, well, unfortunately though, they can't keep me warm, so I have to layer up and have a jacket. Uh, it's super cold in New York, it's been very very cold, Benji uh, could probably share some of that. So anyway, uh, it's cold and uh, i just going to stay warm, busy day, but I'm just glad that we are able to come back together. So honestly, I w- there's just so many beautiful pieces here, the amazing designers. So I was thinking, well, should I just choose one person or should I have something that could bring value to all of us? Uh, one thing I think I wanted to talk about is uh, storytelling, right? So, pieces have to tell a story. Just for example, a good example is like the is it k- k- kipado unbranded kipado and branded. So you could see how the pieces tell the story and how it brings about a certain in-depth cultural perspective. So the most important thing is really your pieces should tell a story and. Even more important, you should know who your client is, your customer base is, so then you know how to communicate, connect, and speak to them, right? It's not just about selling. And then also in the story, you have to make sure that there's empathy, right? There has to be some sense of empathy and emotional connection between your customer and your products, right? Because how would then someone strike their card if they can't have value in what they're buying? So I think having a story with some empathy in it all the time works looking through all these pieces again that's really amazing but then what the craftsmanship the craftsmanship has to be good clean and relatable right and so it adds value to your product so I think we can all benefit from that uh, could also touch on maybe aesthetics, the aesthetics of your products, the aesthetics of your presentation, you know, what you really present and the feeling that comes of what you're presenting. So, I think we can all, as designers, uh, benefit from some of these points. And then, how about connection? You really have to connect to your client base. And just to go back, the designer studio, one of the most important thing is the collective being one coming together the designer studios is an epitome of what really needs to be done in fashion the future of fashion is coming together if you can come together as designers then that's the only way you could succeed because you could have a chance to tell one story or several stories within one roof and that's what i really like about the whole concept of the designer studios well uh what else can i say i uh, also like the the sunglasses brand was at the shade shares. It was really cool. Um, just thinking about it on how it really relates that out, out at the beach life, and it it really tells the story consistently, right? So you know, there's a lot of people loving, enjoying their vacations, having their shades and sunglasses. So I think the storyline on uh, shade shares was really good too, and uh, of course, uh, order Omo, which i had already noticed the and branded from. This is the first place I actually saw this jewelry and I think they're partly based out of New Orleans. So that's really amazing. I didn't even know that uh, the brand had a relationship uh, with Kenya which is really uh, really really good. So maybe that's part of what I wanted to share about most of the brands and I hope uh, some of the few points which again I say story storytelling, empathy, craftsmanship, aesthetics and connection. I hope you can all uh, enjoy and share these ideas as we try to improve our brands.
1: Oh wow! Now, guys, we are again still talking about fashion. What's popping right here in Nairobi, and uh, we are moving on. I'm with Wanjiku Nyoike, We are moving on to the jewellery because I promise you guys, accessories here is on accessory overload. If you don't even understand, <laughs> now I'm looking at um, a brand called Laquetu. Laquetu is indigenous craftsmanship. Is that's, that's their hashtag? I know there's a lot of that um, that happens in the continent all throughout. My favourite, I'm going to tell you, do you still stock? Adele.
2: No, but Adele is awesome. Adele, Adele is... the I'm telling you. Yeah, no. another woman.
1: So no more Adele in the shop? No. Okay, guys, instead of focusing on what's <laughs> not here, we're going to focus on what's here. How about that? Mm-hmm. So, and you could tell us a bit about what's happening when it comes to this liquidity. Um It's... What I'm loving about it, first of all, let's just say what I'm loving about it is the lightness of the pieces. Um, there's something that's very intimate about the pieces or delicate yeah i think it's delicate is the the
2: word word. that's Mm. what i I love about lakotu because the pieces are very you can wear them day to day you can wear them um you can wear them yeah you can wear them to work it's something that you can buy like a few pairs and you can really just incorporate them into your wardrobe whether you're corporate whether you're working in as an artist or whether you're working as whatever it may be. You can, if this is your style and you don't like very flashy jewelry because Adele de Jacques is bold, right? And I would think that Embody, which is another jewelry brand we have here, is also equally bold. So this is for the customer who wants to have something like dainty, delicate, but something that they can still wear every day without it being the typical jewelry. So that's what I love about La Couture. She just designs very clean simple small pieces for those people who don't want like big flashy pieces
1: I love that, could take me around, let's let's look at other pieces and what else is going on. Is this the only uh, um, accessory brand you have in the store? No, so
2: we also have Embody accessories. Embody is um, really just for the very bold woman. So those are like asymmetrical earrings with, with tassels. You have the necklace that looks like a spear. So really her brand is very... It's very bold. You wear one, that's what you need, you know, to make a statement. A lot of these are like statement pieces. So the people who, she does have like earrings that you can kind of incorporate, but the person who's buying this is already very out there. Um, So that's why we love Embody. And she has like her customers and they love her pieces. In fact, when they buy her pieces, they buy like 10 go.
1: Yeah. I like that. And I like that. And I wanted to ask you again, um, while we are looking at the pieces in here, I'm also interested in how the consumer responds. Is there something that you would say is something that you see a lot when you when we look at the street where like I said we're talking about style watch which was such a big thing and we're obviously using TDS as a reference point. Would you say between embody and uh what is La Laquetu? La
3: Yes, Lakwetu.
1: Which, what would you say you would? What are the? Which style of jewellery out of the shop today would we say would be very prominent on the street of Nairobi today?
2: Kipato. It's a tussle between Kipato and Lakwetu, but Kipato definitely more.
1: So tell us a bit about
2: Kipato. Um, so Kipato, they, 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 Um, it's a great brand. I mean, they've been there for a, quite a while. So their pieces are. just the funky edgy brass pieces that have been kind of elevated but you can still wear them to work if you know you've got that edge so that's what kipato is so they've been doing this for a while and um there are times when you can actually walk down the street there are times actually when i've seen people i've seen people with like kipato earrings i'm not saying they necessarily bought it from us but it always brings me joy to see that. I think there's less of Laquetu, but Laquetu has her people as well. But Kipato definitely more. I think just because Kipato has been there for much longer, and Embody, body you can definitely spot it on someone. Um, so it's really great. And their stuff moves, all of them. And what we love by having these three jewelry brands in the store is that each of them has their own aesthetic. So the person who's buying Kipato, they might go to Laquetu and buy something else. But the person who's buying Embody is buying Embody. They might buy something from Kipato, but Embody is more their vibe. So if they're like the big, bold, yeah so that necklace is far it's like a necklace that looks like a spear for those of you who are on the show um
1: and who are wondering what i'm about to put on your yeah, yeah. as well because you gotta see this this is some serious
2: yeah it's a beautiful piece i mean it's it's huge and somebody who wears something like this which you will see soon enough don't worry um is a very like bold out there woman you know you're wearing that to, like an event even if you wear it to work, I don't know, it'd be a bit much, depending on the work that you do.
1: Girl, but nothing a bit much. God gave us life to live in abundance, zoo. <laughs> we are chopping it.
2: Yeah, but the, it's different. So each person, each brand has their own aesthetic, and I think that's the, the great thing about all the brands that we have in the store, really, is that each person has their own signature their own vibe their own customer and so even the customers knows oh I'm going for an event I need to buy something big they'll buy embody if they're doing something for work they know what to buy if they're doing something for the weekend they have sandals you know so that's what we kind of offer like our customers to be able to buy whatever they need to live day to day not just fashion for the runway you know kind I was about.
1: gonna say for me fashion for the run me for me life is too short Huh? I don't want to survive. I, wanna I, wanna I want to thrive. I don't want to be waka waka. I want to waka I want to overtake. Uh-huh. <laughs> so for me, my thing is when I wake up in the morning, I'm always like, everyone say, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to do something. Yeah. I'm alive. Yeah. yeah.
2: Not that there's anything wrong with runway. We just know our consumers and we know our customers. And I think the idea is just bringing Kenya into people's homes bit by bit so that when you look into their wardrobe it's like oh i bought this and i think it's because the kenyan fashion industry has had a past of being about the runway where it's the big bold piece you never wear so this is just to show kenyans like listen we you can wear something to work you can wear sandals and go for brunch whatever floats your boat
1: Guys, you heard it all. That's when Jiko really, like, spitting it out like it is. Okay. Uh-huh. We are here. We're there for this house. And we are talking fashion. We are talking style. We are talking everything that's really going down. Uh, like I said, I'm really um, impressed. I'm also inspired. I still find the, generally, the fashion's very modest. So it's, I'll call it boring. Let me just use my real <laughs> language. No, generally, like, when I walk on the streets, you know, yeah. in Nairobi. Yeah. I still find it's, like, very safe very modest, very conservative, very, very, very conservative. We're, we're still
2: trying to, to come out into ourselves. I think we're still shy as as consumers and there's still also a lot of cultural elements that play a role. Um, and I think that's that's the reason why there's a lot of trepidation in terms of dressing very overtly because a lot of these things like for our customers who come here they want an event, they want a dress for a wedding or whatever right So it's not just I want a dress for now because I just saw that dress and I like it Mm, Sometimes it is, but a lot of the time we also dress to go somewhere, right? So if you're going somewhere, there are going to be other people around you. And a lot of the time you can hear their concerns. They don't want something that's too flashy or too short or inappropriate because the cultural element in Kenya still plays a pretty high a big role, you know, and, and when you're going to visit your grandparents, or you're going to visit your mother-in-law, you're going to go visit your aunties, you can't really go there with like, you know, boobs and all and legs showing for days, like there's still that element of dressing for the purpose you're going for and dressing for the event you're going for so i think that kind of holds us back but it's it's there the youngings that are coming up they're they're starting to be like yeah culture for what so they're they're coming out and being more bold but i think that for our consumers there's still a cultural respect um for where you're going and for who you're attending an event with that dictates what you wear so
1: I want to, for the boring people, please stay on the, what do you call it? Keep yourself on the edge, because we might either throw you down, so you're either falling down, you're coming back up. I don't know how it's going to happen, but... Stay on the edge and be ready to fall on whichever side. Yes. But the one thing I want to do is just sort of go through, guys. It's not just accessories. I just think it's really nice to go through some of these brands. I'm seeing a beautiful kaftan brand here as well, which is very cool. I like it. I actually like this style of um, clothing. I'm not a big fan of androgyny, but at the end of the day, there's something about some of these kaftans and how they sit. Let's talk about this brand. Who's this? So this is Kall Designs. The
2: designer is called Nimco. She's a modest fashion designer, but what I really love about her as well is that her attention to detail and to finish um, and production but also her, her aesthetic also of course is the modest fashion so it's style but you don't have to be modest fashion designer it'd be boring um, but she's also doing very exciting things at the moment um, with different materials so more to come so this is a different collection.
1: And can we find? Is this? Would you say this is an average Kenyan or Nairobi style? Um, like who, who? would you say? Who's wearing this? Who's wearing uh, curl designs?
2: I love kaftans. There's one of her dresses here that is incredible. It's like a shirt dress, but mm-hmm. that's really, I really, love really, it. really long, I love it. with buttons all the way down. So you can really just like style it up differently. So the beauty of these pieces is that yes, okay, she's you know put it as modest fashion, but people still wear them. You can wear it to wherever. We've had women who have worn them for conferences or for galas. Um, some of our clients have worn them when they're going to Somalia or Sudan or something and they have an event or a function and you have to be respectful. So this really helps, regardless of colour and race and creed, really. It goes with everyone.
1: I'm looking at this brand called Icon. Would you say this is your typical Nairobian style or what is this? Let's talk about the aesthetic here a um, bit. Yeah. So Icon, the design is
2: called Njoki. So Icon is Njoki backwards. Um, so her style is more like the contemporary modern woman she's not big on using like prints but she in terms of like Tenge and African print but she does focus more on using like just a blend of of, of uh, non-African prints if I can call it that and just dressing for the contemporary woman she's not afraid to just have like you know the pink pants or the pink jacket or the white dress you know so she's just yeah she's on her own way. the young maybe like 35 3538 would wear her stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more of an
1: older. Older brand. Oh my, look Ogunbo. what we have here. Liz wow. Well Liz, <laughs> why don't you tell us about your brand? No, why don't you tell us about this brand here called
2: Liz? Okay, so Liz Ogumbo is a designer <laughs> and she's called Liz Ogumbo. So her brand is is very like um It's edgy, it's for the modern, bold woman, fearless, she's not afraid to just go out there and, as she said before, to make her world her right way if you're bold and out there this is the pieces for you the brand for you <laughs> right
1: guys you know about me yeah. let's move let's keep talking and let's keep moving yes right. um so. what about this one here koki designs guys you can find my brand on Lizzogumba.com. uh <laughs> yeah or you can buy online on shop. but if you're in the nairobi area this is my sole stockist and this is where we hold it down and we are not afraid afraid to show ourselves out and i told her this time i'm coming and loading off stock and i I don't want any more rules. So whatever you're looking for, you might find it here. I'm doing this boldly. I'm doing this with no shame in my game, honey. If you like it, crown it. If you don't, let's roll over to Koki Designs. Who's, what's the style aesthetic here? Um, so Koki Designs, the design is called Kokeb. Um,
2: so her brand, which is really cool, she's been in Kenya for a while. So she's incorporating like the Kenyan, the Kenyan culture, but also bringing in her Ethiopian essence because she's Ethiopian by origin. So so it's very nice to find like kaftans that she has or capes she calls them capes um, that can easily be transformed into anything and just the idea of having elements of silk and Ethiopian fabric and you still have it's very unique so most of her pieces are like you wear it and that's it she's not going to create much more.
1: I like it. I like it. Thank you. What else is popping here? I see Ashera right here. What is cool about this one? So Ashera
2: or Anne-Sophie is a designer. She creates basically what she calls Ankara Sundays. So it's like your collection of, of Ankara and print dresses that are cute for like your Sunday afternoon brunch, Saturday brunch. This is the vibe that you'll get from her brand
1: very cool, guys. Achera is my little cousin. Uh, She doesn't even know we're here. I'm loving the Kiko Romeo and I actually appreciate Kiko and what they're doing. I think for me, I know that we've seen Kiko in the industry for so many years and the fact that they're able to adapt I think is a a key thing when it comes to um, pushing their brand beyond borders and also adapting and sort of going with the flow. As you go through the years, so much changes. Fashion also is such a quick and sort of fast evolution and you have to just sort of keep up. So I see that there's a lot of stuff going on here. What's really cool about uh, the Kiko Romeo brand in here? I mean, Kiko
2: Romeo has been in the fashion industry for over 20 years. So it's really great to just have someone who even her her fittings and her sizing and her, she knows her customers. So okay. when people know Kiko, okay. you come and you're like, I'm going to buy Kiko Romeo. And she has her own signature. So you can tell from the jumpsuits yeah. to even the choice of material that she mm-hmm. uses. It's not just Ankara. Mm-hmm. Like she does sourcing in yeah. West Africa and mm-hmm. is very specific with it. Mm-hmm. Even the tie-dye.
1: Mm-hmm. Is, I really love the tie-dye we were talking about this last week. And I remember when you guys, when we said, I'm so dead. If I see one Mokitenge piece, I will fall off and die. And the truth of the matter is, this is a great way to see the explosion and the collaboration of African textile and its most authentic. Such a big, deep variety. I mean, there's batik, there's tie-dye, there's what, you name it. There's kikoi right here. Yes. There's so much. So I think this is very, really refreshing. Let's keep going. Do we have any more fashion brands
2: um, so we have Voila. Voila is is an incorporate. It's like bringing in some French culture because she's originally, I think, from Benin. Oh my gosh, don't quote me. Um, but she's also designing and producing her stuff in Kenya. So her brand is very like modern, contemporary, French edge, but with a little bit of like West African flair. And does she have a clientele in the designer studio? Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Definitely. Um, and then we have. Lipia. So Lipia is a brand from Uganda. We're very happy to have her and very proud to have her. Her pieces are. Ah, they're so cool. They're like contemporary, but it still has print and the material, of course, sometimes her material comes from Uganda. So it's very different from what you'd find locally. Um, her cuts and her collections are really great. A lot of the pieces actually have, have quite have sold, uh, but this is our Ugandan brand and we're very proud and happy to have her. Um, and then we have Galina, so Galina is she's from Russia originally and married to a Kenyan but she produces all of her pieces locally so she also does bridal and she has her own ready-to-wear collection so we have a blend of the two so for the customers who want to come and find a gown or they want to fit it and see how it fits she can also you can try it on she can do alterations you can come to a studio but she also has like you're ready to wear easy breezy light bohemian type of dresses Mm. like an all white I can feel the cameras. boho.
1: Yes, I can yeah, feel the boho. feel. Yeah. Would you say this is more like towards? A, would you say it's more of a local Kenyan girl would be boho? It's like boho boho bridal. I would be very boho. I would
2: wear all the stuff. Are I'll, you the regular? Uh, I would, but if I bought everything from the shop, I'd be so
1: broke. <laughs> You know what? I love everything. Yes, I've really enjoyed a tour of this. Is this one more brand? Yes, this is one more brand. This is Kidosho.
2: So Kidosho, they strictly use print, although sometimes they do move away. But what we love about her is that she also has like her customers. So when she does produce her pieces and and her dresses, they're very, the materials are different, the finish is different and also like the weight of it. So she does have her people and it's different. She has coats from dresses to the funga dress, which is like a wrap long dress which is one of our best sellers and she's always constantly evolving and bringing new things so it's really great
1: Wow guys we are talking fashion that's a big dose for anyone who wanted to know if there was just clothing in here or if it was just accessories but you know what it's really cool one of the things I am really curious about um, before we move on and take a quick music break Benjiko is do you find with the economy right now and I don't know what it's like in Kenya I just know that every time I touch ground I want to know what's happening from an economic perspective and the effect it has when it comes to your sales would you say you're doing better or is it too early to tell how things are gonna go was 2019 a better year do you, are you what are you feeling and what are you looking forward to when it comes to your sales um, from the designer studio right here in Nairobi how do you think what does it um, like? Okay, of course, with, with any African
2: country, I would imagine the effects of politics on the economy is very real. And for us, that has been the case. So from the time that we opened, we're actually celebrating three years on 14th of Feb. Mm,
3: congratulations,
1: <laughs> girl.
2: <laughs> lungs, lungs. Um, So we've seen how elections have played a role. You can tell how people are spending money depending on the economy. Um, it's not as much as we would like. And you can kind of see that people are affected by it. Because, of course, um, 2019 was a very, very tough economic year. I think if you asked anyone, no one would be like, oh, it was great, it was awesome, we just did so well, it's the best year yet. Um, Last year was very tough for many reasons, both government, you know, um, money not being flowing in the country, there's a lot of corruption issues that have been flying around, and that directly affects the consumer, because the consumer, obviously, at the end of the day, they're being paid by someone who's affected by something, and if then it trickles down. So we can tell even buying patterns because of now how people have money and how they spend. So of course what we're hoping for is in 2020, we put 2019 behind and as you've rightly put it 20 plenty. So that's what we're hoping for and we're hoping that people are able to have more money in their pockets not just for the sake of buying our stuff but generally that the economy now picks up and improves and with that the sales will also improve and get better and better and better.
1: Would you say that what's happening when it comes to a fashion retail perspective, when it comes to how the consumer consumes Is it specific around what type of fashion? Meaning, I can see a Woolworths, honestly, behind you. Mm. They have clothes, not food, guys. I'm talking about Woolworths clothes. I can see a dichotomy. I can see, I've seen a couple of shops while I walked in here. Would you say that it is specifically a certain type of retail chain that's smiling more or is what's happening is constant? It doesn't matter if it's the designer studio. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Eugene Klein on the corner. Would you say that what's happening in one store is like, It's a trend and it's happening Meaning that if it picks up It will probably pick up for everyone And if it doesn't pick up It won't pick up
2: Yes, definitely. I think the economy has affected everyone. So, no matter which mall you go to, you can definitely see that there's less people who are buying. Um, Of course, some shops are doing better. The ones who are lower end in their pricing. Um, So, this is no shade, but it's a fact. If you have LC Waikiki that sells an item for 1,800 shillings or 1,500, with less money, of course, even as a normal person, you spend less. So, you're not going to be dealing with less money and buying something for twenty thousand so you'll probably be buying the smaller items um, maybe for them it hasn't really gotten so bad but from talking to different business professionals regardless of where it is the economy has affected everyone because even for LC Waikiki they have their targets even though their price range is a bit less or much less but they also have their targets and nobody's really meeting that target um, this year be it in two rivers mall or Sarit or anywhere else it's affecting everybody We would all want
0: better
1: all right guys it's time for the wine style guide and i want to hear what is popping so we're going to start with edgy edgy what's your wine style guide today
0: so for my wine style guide okay i actually got this wine this week i went out uh two nights ago and i, I had a glass of prosecco <laughs> Ah, yeah, I don't know. It's still an acquired thing, Um, but you know, having read all these things about it, I thought I'd try it. Now I don't know what, what, where to place the taste yet. So I have to go back and see what. Where do I place the taste of prosecco? You know, Mm. but I guess I'm warming up to it.
1: fantastic i love it Egy. i'm so proud of you uh bali what's your wine style guide we're not leaving you you're not exempt
3: my wine style guide for this week is eat before you go to a wine tasting or if there's food at the wine tasting make sure that you have something to eat i've seen a lot of people um trying out and going to wine tastings lately it's amazing it's good keep doing that but also just eat otherwise then you get drunk and you don't enjoy the rest of the event and then you're a problem for the rest of the event and yeah it's just keep it classy have something to eat if there's cheese being offered or snacks in between have them so that you can try out as much wine as you can
1: <laughs> i'm loving this wine style guy wanjiko what is your wine style guide today
2: um okay a quick one would be just not taking a brand that is not knowing which brand to drink knowing what uh, uh, so knowing that (laughs) it's okay breathe in and out (laughs) knowing the brand knowing the brand knowing what you're drinking and feeling like you're, you're not taking a brand that is like for just you know high school or but high school varsity so how kids. do you
1: know how would you know Go just knowing the just difference
2: guess. between quality of your wine so and what, maybe
1: they should start offering tastings more in such a restaurant is that where you're perhaps, doing? perhaps because you have to educate the consumer otherwise they don't know
2: they're yeah i like, think also because Kenya, our prices are very weird um they're too expensive for brands that are not that expensive
1: mm. all right well guys we'll let us slide with that one <laughs> i just want to say for today for today my wine style guide is I'm in Kenya and one of the popular things here is when you go to order wine in a restaurant, in a lot of restaurants, they say this, you're like, hi, can I see the wine menu? Do you have uh, wine? What's your wine by the glass? And they say, do you want sweet or dry guys? That just means, do you want it sweet or dry? And I'm just like, please, can you tell me the name of the wine and send me the menu or bring me the menu or tell me the name? Gosh, it's not about sweet or dry. Tell me the name of the wine. Damn it. (laughs) Anyway, guys, that's my wine style guide today. Please. Uh, for the Kenyan restaurants and restauranteers who are listening, please train your staff so they can understand that you know what. When we are trying to order a glass of wine, we want to know the name of the wine. I want to know the year of the wine. We don't want to know about sweet and dry. Bring me the wine or tell me the name, please. Damn it, <laughs> guys. That's the wine style guide for today. Who <laughs> would you want to dress? <laughs> guys we're moving on to that favorite segment i love it i love it and i want to roll over start with edgy who would you want to dress and why today and i hope it's not me i hope it's not you it's not wanjiko it's not bali please i beg anybody else
0: now who would i want to dress today i have a really cool uh, guy that i want to i want to dress a friend that i just met he lives in kenya his instagram is Saalun a-l-o-o i think it's just the ultimate style icon <laughs> the guy is just so amazingly stylish so I want to dress him I just want to hang out with him go go with him to Ariso and shop some coats yeah that's the guy I want to dress this this week
1: wow thank you Edgy Bali, who would you want to dress and why today?
3: this week I would like to dress Meghan Markle Duchess of Sussex well former Duchess of Sussex she goes by a different title right now Um, I'm just so proud of her I'm proud of the decision that she and Prince Harry have taken for their family and for their kid and for that reason I would like to dress her you know almost on some Meghan Markle got her groove back kind of vibe so that's who I'd like to dress this week
1: Hey, hey, We move on. Wanjika, it's your turn. Who are you dressing today? Who do you want to dress? I think I'll dress
2: my mom because she's one of the our biggest believers in wearing Kenya and wearing brand Kenya. And I think she's one of our great customers. She wears everything from Lakuetu to Kipato to Kidosho. So, yeah, styling her more and dressing her would be the best. And wow. I know she would love it and appreciate it even more.
1: Oh, wow. Somebody wants to dress mommy. I think... Today, I want to dress Wanjiko in my new stock loading. Uh-huh. Wanjiko, you know what I think I want to dress you in today? Because I can show you because we are here at the shop. I think you something like one of these skirts with a nice beautiful ruffle neck lace blouse. I think this is really be cool. So I want to dress Wanjiko because um, I see you in a lot of androgyny, but I know that you can work other things. I think today is just your lazy, lazy days, but it's okay. I think you can work the other pieces. So. This is who I want to dress today. For those of you who are tuned in, this is Fashion Lab. We've just been having a great conversation around fashion in Kenya, what's really happening, and we've also sort of decided to use the designer studio as a reference spot so that we can look and see what they have. Because remember what we Serve the consumer is what they consume. So I think it's great. I think there's so many different brands. I want to wish all of the brands in the store uh, all the best for 20 and hope that it's going to be a 20 plenty like we said. Uh, I know that 2019 wasn't a very good year, but we're moving forward. Um, and I also want to encourage um, the Kenyans to continue to explore style. It's a great thing. I always say that the more designers you st- see establishing themselves, is a good thing because it means that the consumer is also, but the consumer base is also getting bigger, when you quite believe. Yes, and the fashion uh, lover or the consumer is also getting more style conscious. And I think that they also rely on us as well, a lot to sort of guide them. So um, I just want to wish you guys all the best for those who are tuned in. uh, If there's anything that you think we should be discussing that we're not discussing enough of, you can send us an email at info at fashionlabafrica.com. Reach out to us. You can also visit us on fashionlabafrica.com. And um, I think for now, until later on, I think this is going to be a peace and love situation uh, so that we can continue with the rest of our evening right here uh, in a fashion environment, just having fun, wearing clothes, trying on clothes and loading up. And until next week, it is really great, Wanjiko. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you so much. I really loved it, and welcome to the shop anytime.
1: Yes, guys, right here at the Two Rivers Mall, Edgy Bali. Thank you for your insights. Until next week, it is toodles.
0: Fashion yeah. Lab Africa, real conversations, real fashion. Real fashion.